Welcome to the Red Carpet Cafe with your hosts, Eric Root and Bree Prout. Now, Bree, we need to talk about Mortal Kombat. But before we do, I think it's important that we establish exactly what this show is about. It's about my dear friend Beck Harner, who teaches combat class in Celebration, Florida. Wait, that's that's the wrong notes. Hold on one second. Mortal Kombat 2021. Watched it. Did you? Uh, heck yeah, I did. What'd you think? Be honest. I loved it. I thought it was, I was very impressed. Um, it's definitely um, like graphic and a lot of action, and those are exactly what I loved so much about it. The movie. Um, I'll wait until we get to that point of discussing the movie, but there were some specific fight sequences that led to the defeat of some characters and I thought it was incredible. I loved it. I loved it. Okay. <laughs> did I say I loved it? <laughs> yes, yes you did. Um you know they've had two previous movies in the 90s and mm-hmm. the first of the two I actually liked a lot and I saw it a lot. But, but the reason why I saw it wasn't because, you know, I was a huge fan and no joke, I saw it probably about 70 times. And being in a theater, you're like, wow. It's not because I was a huge fan and I waited in line or I paid money to go see it 70 times. I worked for a movie theater in Tigert, Oregon, where I was a projectionist and it just happened that during the time that it was going, if once you piece it all together of the various times I've had to check on the projector, I've seen that movie, no joke, 70 times. <laughs> and I remember screening it to, to the employees that night, and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. I mean, we knew it was a video game movie going into it, but it had an interesting storyline. And uh, the cast were reasonably good in their roles. And then the second one happened. It felt That's from the beginning that Mortal, right? yeah, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, it felt like I was watching someone else play a video game. Point where, like, you'd see the, the character Johnny Cage in his fight, and all of a sudden he'd streak across the screen, like, two-dimensional little purple Johnny Cages uh, to land his punch. And I don't know how they disconnected so poorly, but I feel like that was part of the reason why they kind of gave up at that time on the franchise. So no trilogy. Then you flash forward to now. uh, I feel like the characters were believable to some extent in a lot of their situations. But the only thing that I had a really big problem with, the only real problem I had, was that... There was just too much fighting involved. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, that's the whole point of the film. My big problem in the very beginning is that I know that there needed to be confrontation in order to kind of get the whole thing going. 
But the fact that there was a kid involved in a death, a young child, that actually bothered me. Like, I get it, that can happen in life. And no, it didn't look like the kid himself was killed by what turns out to eventually become Sub-Zero Bihan. But it's the fact that they still went ahead and did the, here's the body of a dead child. And maybe that's because I have 1.5 kids right now. And one of which is a little younger than the one that's on that screen. But Mm -hmm. I think that was the only thing I had trouble with. And then I wasn't sure where they were going with the whole baby sequence. And I'm like, I may have to tune out on this if they went any further. But they didn't. And then the film went on to to do its thing and entertain and show interesting fatalities, even though some of the fatalities were campy. (laughs) I liked it. Uh, Particularly... I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah, want to give anything Kano, away. <laughs> well, uh, by the time this airs, show this movie will already have been out. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, when uh, when Sonya Blade comes in <laughs> and just blasts Melina away, I was just like jaw right. on the floor. I I, I freaking loved that. I thought that was so good. <laughs> when I loved Kano's it. fighting the Lizard Man, and he, you know punches him and rips his heart out and then turns around and says, Kano wins. I'm like, all right, all right. I I felt like it was obviously like it's totally a nod to, (laughs) to the fact that this comes from a video game, but, but I enjoyed that. There's the, the scene where, oh gosh, let's see when, uh, when Hanzo comes back, I can't even remember what he says, but he says it in English. Like, Oh, I wish I could remember what it was that he said, but I was like, that's a video game. And then everything huh. back and forth between him and, and Sub-Zero in Chinese and Japanese. And, but it, it wasn't when he first comes back from hell. I was, I thought it was badass. I liked it. Um, that whole sequence that, that final fight, um, was very well choreographed. I mean, the oh, way yeah. they played that out. I feel like Cole, once he got his arcana, he was good to go. But mm-hmm. up until then, I felt like he was... He was lackluster. Yeah, a little whiny. Yeah. A little needy. Well, I mean, can you imagine if you've had this birthmark your whole life and now all of a sudden everything around you is freezing over and someone screams at you to get into a van and everything just keeps freezing over following you, that'd be a little strange. I'd probably be a little whiny, too. (laughs) What is going on? uh, uh, The character Prince uh, Goro, the four-armed guy. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like he was more intimidating in the 90s film and in the video game. I would have liked to see him less, um, like, CGI cartoony. Well, it's kind of hard to do. I mean, how many actors, you know, have four arms? I mean, I I could be wrong. They could have made it less 
it's it's the cartooniness of it. It was a little like too cartoony. Bring out Dwayne the Rock Johnson and put on a couple of prosthetics on him on the to make him look yeah, like you could, I don't know. You could make that pretty realistic, I think. I Just don't, everyone I feel... else, every other character has something unrealistic about them, right? Right. But you still felt like you were watching. You didn't feel like you were watching CGI. I just felt like it was too cartoony. Okay. And the CG, that's the problem. The CG has come such a long way if you look at some movies where it looks almost realistic. That maybe they saved a few bucks. No. Um, Not going that route. I think it's pretty uh, phenomenal to be able to take a video game and create such a storyline and these various movies around it. Right. Um, My, uh, my assumption was in the beginning when, um, you know, when, when we see that the lineage still exists in this, this child, my assumption is that that's Katana. So I was waiting the whole movie to be able to see Katana and we never see her, but we see Melina. Um, So that's one thing that I was waiting for the entire movie and we never got. And that kind of like bothered me a little bit. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage is a huge part of the video game and the previous two films. And all we got was a teaser. Yeah. But that that's exciting, too, I thought, because now we know it's setting up. There's going to be another one. <laughs> well, they've already announced that they're green. They've greenlit it. Um, oh, really? Because, I didn't know that. Yeah. The box office on this opening weekend is that it is, is the number. So what theaters are open, people are going to see it. And, mm-hmm. uh, of course, whatever numbers HBO Max is safeguarding um, have been an indicator that there's enough demand that – they're going ahead and go forward. Now, I believe I also read that the actor playing Behan slash Sub-Zero mm-hmm. is slated to do three or four more of these. Like, they've already locked him down. Really? Right. Hmm. But they also alluded at the end, when you see The Fallen, that death is just another gateway. So mm-hmm. I imagine we'll be seeing these same people again. Um, I was going to ask a question, um, in regards to rating, because this one was definitely a hard R. (laughs) Um, yes. Previously, I don't believe that they were. I think that they had that PG-13 rating. Negative. I almost want to say that there was talk. Making the original Mortal Kombat film rated NC-17. Really? For what? Well, at the time, it was uh, it was pretty intense. No, PG-13. Yeah, you okay. are correct. Looking it up right now. I and, also uh, Annihilation must have been like rated G because that was corny. <laughs> I just think about all those fireballs. <laughs> Um, segue here. I really appreciated the the thought that went into this 
traditional yet modernization of of all of our quote unquote heroes, right? Right. Um and their attire. Even even um like Melina, her costume is not like that of the video game and it's not like that of any of the previous movies. She was not a sexualized character. And right. I kind of appreciated that because then it lent more to like the storyline and her as a character. Um and, you know, which side of good and evil she falls on. Um I appreciated that. I mean like, you know, Sonia had her like her tight tank top and pants but it was like a total badass. So I mean, I right. didn't even think about like what she looked like versus what she was doing, and I really appreciated that because I know that I, whenever I think of Mortal Kombat, particularly like Halloween costumes, I know there's the the traditional Katana and Molina costumes out there, and I think that they're like you know I wish that I could wear something like that. I definitely cannot, but it's like it's definitely like a. Uh, like it's an adult only costume. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And that's not like that in this movie. It made it more intense, um more I guess kind of like this like realistic as much as it can be because it's video games and sci-fi. Um I don't know. I appreciated that. You know, I was a little concerned though when we saw Jax lose his arms in the first 10 minutes and then he's on the table and I'm like they put like with the only way I could equate it is why would you put these little aluminum foil arms on this guy <laughs> what's he gonna do slap slap him around and then to find out that his arcana basically unlocks it into like super hulk metal arms yeah. and I'm like okay alright yeah. okay that was, that's how I felt too I was like Oh my god! Otherwise, this I'm is the like, I was really ever. concerned. <laughs> now he's got yeah. yeah I was arms. concerned <laughs> for his future in the tournament, which really didn't even happen. No. Nope. So, yep. and that's the other thing I think that threw some people off was the fact that they didn't actually do a tournament because mm-hmm. the first film and second film did, and that was mm-hmm. kind of the whole point of Mortal Kombat, but. You know, again, we saw the evolution of the character becoming Sub-Zero, and then, of course, Scorpion, and then once Scorpion came in, those two are notorious for their legendary battles. Yep. I forgot that, that we get that at the end. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this film? 10 being, like, wow, this is amazing. I was really impressed. Um, I mean, and especially, um, from where it's come from. Um, so in comparison to, well, I, you can't even do that. You can't compare this to something from 1995. <laughs> of course it's sure. going to be a 10 in comparison. Um, my traditional movie that I go to is not the sci-fi fantasy, but that being said, the, thrill and the action sequences of this really like I was hooked almost immediately so I'm gonna give it I'll give it a solid 8.5 I think it's a fantastic movie and I think that if someone is 
um, more into this genre than I am, that they're going to be like, this is freaking awesome. They're going to love it. They're, they'd probably give it a 10. All right. I'm going to be a little bit harsher of a critic. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's fine. I appreciate what you're giving it. I'm going to say I'm going to give it a 7. And okay. here's, here's why. All right. It's benefiting mostly from the fact that we're in a pandemic and there's no real competition for it to be up against. But you can't tell me that if this movie dropped, say, which would be stupid and they would never do it, but if this movie dropped the same weekend as, like, Marvel's Black Widow, <laughs> there's no way it wins the right. box office. It'll do. It'll make its chunk of change. But I feel, based on Marvel's track record, and the amount of anticipation for Black Widow would annihilate that particular film when it comes to revenue. Sure. But I also think that that has a lot to do with the following and the age of these storylines. Fair. Now, Marvel has really, MCU has just, the last... <clears throat> 10, 12 years has really um, just kind of dominated that the action sci-fi world um, to the point that, I mean, they're getting new fans every single day and, and they're coming out with things so um, methodically and periodically to, to hook the new person who's going to have to start at the beginning and see everything. And then you got to watch it in chronological order because the movies didn't come out that way. But guess what? Like there's more to it. So I feel like, um, I, I, I definitely agree with you, but I just think that, you know, I think maybe, um, like people in my age group or higher who actually grew up with the video game feature of Mortal Kombat, whether it was on your own home console or in an arcade, um, who then were the fans of the previous movies or at least the first one, <laughs> um, and, seeing that it's coming back, those are the people who are really excited and who are going to want to go in and see it. So 100%, I mean, if you're putting it up against Black Widow, there are more fans right. that are going to go to that movie. But I still think that um, that there's enough going on in this that it could pull people in to come and see it. And once they see it, they're going to like it. Well, okay. That's true. I mean, it won't be for everyone, just because it right is because epic. of the yeah. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say. But if the, you're looking the for that action film, this would severe. be the one to see. Yeah. yeah, I mean, profanity too. It doesn't bother me, but I know that like, I mean, it, it's got an R rating and they're fighting, so right. you should be able to probably make an assessment of like what that's going to be like. But um, yeah, I mean, I just think about. Like I said, I didn't think the previous ones had the R rating at all because I would be inclined if I had a younger sibling that was a, of, of a, a much younger age or, like, if I had some kids that I'd be like, oh, like, play this video game. you got to watch this movie. But then I would not set them up with this one simply because it already has the R rating. But then after watching it, too, I'd be like, oh, yeah. whoa. It's intense, but it's still good it's it it, and again it didn't it didn't bother me and i thought some of the 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 gore (laughs) results of some of those punches were excellent (laughs) finish him yeah okay all right so (laughs) oh 
I mean, if you look at movies for last year, last year from right around February, everything was a wash, obviously. Everything shut mm-hmm. down. Things either transitioned or they didn't. Fortunately, it gave us movies like Onward, even though they probably lost a little bit of revenue off of that, or probably a lot of revenue if it had gone to the theater first. And so I feel like 2021 is starting out as another pseudo-transition year where we're getting more now coming to the theater, Mm -hmm. but you still can't really have those capacities that you want Mm -hmm. in order to be able to give true box office numbers. Um, Mm -hmm. Even though streaming is becoming that hybrid where like your Disney Plus is offering premiere access for X amount of dollars to watch, but it'll be interesting to see how this year will finish itself out. Um, And yes, I'm fully aware I keep saying the word interesting, so I'm pointing that out as well. I say excellent a lot. Right. I understand. (laughs) These are unique times that we're in, (laughs) and we're trying to, everyone's trying to make do, but I am glad to see that we are starting to get back to the theater's Mm-hmm. As people get vaccinated and things are becoming a little bit more safer, still got to take those precautions. But I hold out hope that I can maybe actually see a, a film in a theater at some point by the end of this year. Yeah, Probably wouldn't have been Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I mean, I again, Black Widow maybe, but I'm, I don't know. Something really has to move me. Hopefully we'll start seeing some more. Um, features that come out that are a lot more in-depth and exciting. Time will tell. Are theaters open by you at all? They are. Uh, And as a matter of fact, some of them are even offering people the ability to rent an entire theater uh, to watch a first-run movie uh, they have Mm -hmm. uh, or a movie of their own, and it's about 200 bucks. But you you get the whole auditorium... For the duration of that that time mm-hmm. period, so I, I don't I'm, I don't know that AMC at like say Disney Springs mm-hmm. in Orlando, Florida is doing that, yeah. but there are a couple of theaters that are. Yeah. So unlike you and your location, um, I'm quite literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, I've been to the theater a handful of times since they reopened. And they require you to wear a mask the whole time that you're in there, um, fans eating and drinking. Um, I haven't been in a theater with a single other person every time I go. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so you didn't have to pay 200 bucks. <laughs> Red free, I get to watch a movie completely to myself and whomever I might be going to the theater with. But, um, yeah. So it's. I mean, that's a great price to be able to to still have that experience, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you need it and it's making you feel more comfortable. Um, yeah, I'm I I I don't know if you remember this. Uh, I want to say Redbox, but Redbox is not it. There was there was a company where you pay X amount of dollars a month. AMC tried to like dabble in this idea a little bit too. Okay. Um, Oh my gosh, what was it called? Oh, you're talking about what, Movie Pass? Yes, Movie Pass. I right. had that. And I had it too. 
And I, like, I'm a person who frequents the movies often, either with mm-hmm. friends or even just by myself. I love going to the movies. Right. And it was $9 a month mm-hmm. when I first got it. And I lived 15 minutes from an AMC. This was back when I was in the Chicagoland area. And I lived across the parking lot from a studio movie grill. So depending on the movie that was out that I wanted to see, I, honest to goodness, I was going to the movies on all of my days off. Not that I had a lot. I worked six days a week, so it was my Mondays um, or late night. And I probably went to the movie theaters between those two. I would not be lying if I sat on an average of 15 times a month. It was. I, I believe it because I was doing virtually the same thing. But you know why they failed, right? <laughs> yeah, because I was paying nine dollars a month. Correct. Their <laughs> business platform was so poor that yeah. we were paying nine dollars a month, but yet every movie we saw, they were paying full sticker price for it. Right. And I'm like, what in the it, pyramid scheme mind, is going was on here? To do it, I was going. So then. They changed it up a little bit, so then it was, and it was unlimited. Mm-hmm. It was just go as much as you want, see the same movie 160 yep. times. Then they changed it. They changed it, and they changed it, and I don't remember what the restrictions were the first time. The, but then the, the changing time, was you can only watch so many in a week, like two a week. Okay, because I remember at one point, then, like, the last little, like, juice that we had left before it was no longer was um four movies a month and we definitely were like capitalizing on that and making sure that we were going but it was like man i can't go and see this movie again like ah, i gotta wait or i gotta pay uh, (laughs) when they dropped it to four a month is when i canceled it for emily and i and then we went the route of amc a-list Yep. Right. Yeah, and that was right. definitely worth it, though. We got lots of enjoyment out of that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll bring something like that back or continue it once things are reopened. But I, I rode Movie Pass to the very end till they said, like, you rode them till they it. bankrupt. I, I absolutely did. Sorry, Movie Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, I'm not even saying I take. I took advantage. Like I took what. what, what no, it's what you signed up for. They just didn't have the model to sustain yeah. it. They thought maybe if we just kept getting people to keep signing up and spending nine bucks a month, but not use it. I don't know if that's what their plan was. An increase for those who were new coming in, because even at one point I could still have unlimited, and I was at my nine dollars a month because I was like grandfathered in, and anyone new was paying like whatever they were paying, and they were limited. So it was kind yeah. of like. <laughs> How they would get around you being able to use it is that all of a sudden you'd find that the website was unavailable or it would error out when you'd get to the theater. And mm-hmm. that's how that's how they were able to keep afloat for a little bit longer. But yeah, Ooh-wee. that's painful. Oh, yeah. So that being said, um, Mortal Kombat, I think that this is something that I would have gone and seen an additional time. With right. my movie pass. <laughs> right, right. I think fair. I definitely would have gone a second time. All right.
on the next episode of the Red Carpet Cafe. Let's uh let's talk about Wonka. I'm actually a big fan of Wonka candy. Like actual candy. Not mm-hmm. the stuff in the movie, because half the stuff in the movie doesn't look like the real thing. We all know that. Gobstoppers don't have the little crevices on there like the seventies film. Right. But, uh, and I'm also like kinda disappointed stuff. that a scrum diddlyumptious bar doesn't exist. No, but Wonka Bar has existed. I've had it. It's had chocolate, it's had graham, it's two great tastes that taste great together. And that's not really just meant to be a plug, but I mean, <laughs> I, I, was like, uh-huh. I like it. I, no, I, I genuinely like 